This episode is brought to you by Southern Elegance Candle Company, where modern values meet Southern charm. Available now are candle scents such as Caramel Latte, Fireside, Sweet Potato and Brown Sugar, and our personal favorite, Orange Spice. This scent is wrapped in a citrusy orange essence that takes you all the way back to grandma's house. This one is sure to be your favorite, just like it is ours. So be sure to visit sccandleco.com and use our promo code CRUX, that's C-R-U-X, for 15% off all the regularly priced items. That's sccandleco.com, where they lovingly craft each scent to elicit a fond memory, whisking you to a place of pure joy. Hey builders, welcome back to LBF Podcast, short for Let's Build Futures, where we build up the lives we want by building up ourselves. We do this first by having hard conversations with ourselves them with others. I'm host Kay Antoinette, and this episode is a raw discussion about mental health. So let's get into it. How's your mental health today? No, like, really? How's your mental health? I won't run away from the answer, I promise. But Just be sure that you don't run away from it either. How's your mental health is such a beautiful question because it carries the space for us to be honest. And it's very different from just asking someone, how are you doing? The abstract nature of how are you doing is a question that is settled with a simple response like I'm fine or everything's good. But when someone asks about your mental health, It invites that person to explore themselves. When we ask that to ourselves, it invites us to explore ourselves in a actual real way. There are so many talks um, about mental health that have been on the rise in the recent years. And it seems like a lot of mental health is always a big discussion at the start of a new year. So I don't want this to be cliche. But are we really diving deep because we want improvement or is the trendiness of mental health keeping us at the surface level? So how is your mental health today, really? There has been uh, vivid examples of tragedies that have happened due to mental health over the past few weeks, and I won't go into details about all of them. The one that hit me the most was of the former Miss USA Um, And if you didn't know who she was before, many do now, as the story is is haunting for anyone who comes across it, honestly. And I, I, like I said, I won't get into details, but the morning of, um, I came across her last TikTok where she discussed her reason for uh, leaving the, the profession of like law, law firms and being a lawyer and all that good stuff. And she also discussed like some of the other accomplishments she had had in her life at that point. Not only was her resume very impressive, but she was gorgeous and she seemed to obviously understand how to make the tool of social media work for her. I watched from my bed in a weird mental space trying to force myself to get to a place of acceptable social visibility because you see, I hadn't been creating lately. I think all the true builders out there know you haven't gotten an episode from me in a few weeks. I hadn't created because I really hadn't felt like myself. And I hadn't been on social media because mentally it wasn't stimulating for me. 
And each time I opened an app, I was reminded that I wasn't creating, which kind of fed into this vicious cycle of being hard on myself for being unable and uninterested in doing both. When neither was the true reason why I was having a hard time with my mental health. So even though my spirit had been saying, no, just rest, figure out what you want to do with the next steps in the next year and all that good stuff. I was still trying to find ways to convince myself to create, engage, rinse, repeat. I left her video uh, thinking, man, so many people make this look so easy. It wasn't until later that day that the news of her suicide came flashing across my screen. I was shocked and saddened for this beautiful woman who just hours ago had been introduced to me from her content. She said all the right things on all the right social platforms. She was, you know, the epitome of what it means to be a boss and a hustler and a smart, gorgeous, just absolutely stunning person from her resume to her her energy to her spirit online. And she was also open about mental health. And it, it bothered me so much. And I couldn't, I couldn't understand why I was so bothered about about her story. And one question kept ringing in my ear and in my mind. What kind of pain does someone have to be in to jump? So that same day, I released myself from the idea that I needed to constantly be creating, posting content, socially engaged online, and sharing myself on any level that I wasn't naturally comfortable with. My question is, do we gloss over talks of mental health? Is it now become too normalized? Have we desensitized ourselves to hearing about depression and anxiety and all the other things that come with mental health challenges? Now everyone's talking about it, which is great. It's a great start to a healthy movement, but are we really listening to each other? Are we listening to ourselves? Are we taking these things too lightly when someone speaks out about their mental health or the struggles they have, the conditions they have, because we now hear it more often than we did years ago? Self-love, self-care, mental health are all ways to become and feel our best selves. But they're also all trendy right now. And a part of me can't help but wonder if we document our journeys in mental health, much like we do concerts. Follow me, right? For example, everyone's seen someone's feed who goes to a concert. And it's like they recorded the entire show. And it makes you wonder if they really took the time to feel and be in the moment. And I'm starting to feel the same way about the mental health journeys. Do we document so much of this part of our life that we fail to really engage with ourselves in depth? On this show alone, I've talked about burnout. I've written about depression, grief, breakups, you name it. And still, I'm coming to the realization that I'm unloading years of baggage that I've been carrying around with me from platform to platform, media to media, outlet to outlet. because. Just because you're talking about it doesn't actually mean that you're dealing with it. Just because you're self-aware doesn't mean you're actively fixing your issues. So how's that for calling yourself out? 
the compounded trauma and mental health realities I have needed me to take a step back. And so I have. And I've also been on a, a different kind of journey, too. Um, and I'm inviting, you know, others to kind of explore their reasoning reasoning behind some of the things that we do, whether it be start these uh, media platforms or brands and everything else. Because just like we talked about in hustle culture, I realized that I started LBF as an outlet and then it turned into a hobby and then I turned that hobby into work. And so it stopped being an outlet. And when you're not careful and you do things like that, you kind of shrink the spaces that you that you intended to make safe for yourself. And so for me, taking a step back means reclaiming the agency I have over not only my own life and my own creativity, but also just my mental health as well. There are so many things going on in the world right now that are causing us to hopefully take a look and reflect on how we actually share ourselves because even this setup right I thought I put some thought into like hey how can I make this look nice and presentable and and make it look appealing and get the content and engagement and all that good stuff but when we're constantly in that space where we're performing for one another how can we really actually just allow ourselves to exist These are some tips I have um, whenever we're talking about our mental health, how we can just really do the work and not just talk about the work. So (laughs) the first step is to admit where you are. How is your mental health today? Okay, answer that question honestly. Ask yourself this daily, because for me, it inspires me to be honest with myself about where I am. And I ask variations of these questions to my friends, loved ones, and I can't take full credit now for being inspired by it because a friend asked me in a different way uh, one day, how is your heart today? How beautiful of a question is that? And the space that it provides for you to be open and vulnerable and honest to answer a question presented to you in that way, you know? So give yourself that space daily and then use that space to actually do the work. Be in your moment. You don't have to share everything about your journey. Do that yoga, but don't record it. Go buy yourself those flowers and fight the urge to post it. Go to therapy and you don't have to tell everybody about your session, what you talked about with your therapist. I'm I'm excited when I always like find something out in therapy and I have a tendency to share it online. And I'm not saying it's not um, it's not helpful or it's not encouraging or it's anything wrong with sharing yourself. What I'm saying is a lot of times I feel like we're moving into a space where we perform mental health instead of actually doing the work to be better. So by kind of regulating how often we actually show up in these spaces and share this information, we're actually just sitting in it with ourselves, giving us, giving ourselves time to digest the information that we have gathered and that, or the things that we have experienced before we just go and, you know, try to make the whole experience about sharing instead of about 
experiencing it. <laughs> yeah, so the world doesn't even know the details of your recent counseling session. It's confidential for a reason. Be in your life and not just another observer of it. Stick to your commitments. Like, are you even still doing those resolutions? And I'm asking you that because I know the commitments I made to myself January whenever first, though, some of those got thrown to the wayside and I had to be held accountable, not only in my therapy session, but like in a real way for the fact that I wasn't keeping up with the things I put in place to feel better. Like I knew the different things I could do to boost my mood, my mental health. And then I got away from actually doing those, those things, whether I was busy, whether I was too sad to do them, whether I was struggling, you know, uh, different days to actually do those things, like taking a walk or putting, you know, um, I have this jar, I call it my a good thing jar. And I'm supposed to write one good thing that has happened throughout my day before I go to sleep and put it in this jar, right? So at the end of the month or at the end of the year, I can read back all the wonderful things that have actually happened in my life. And I got away from doing that. And so a lot of us have put things in place that we know will help boost our mood, whether it be exercise, whether it be spending more time socializing with our friends, um, whatever the case may be, and we don't actually hold ourselves accountable for following through with those things. And so when we get in these spaces where we're struggling with our mental health, it makes sense that we're struggling because we're not even keeping the commitments that we had to ourselves to feel better, to do the things that we know are going to boost our mood. So get back to that, like actually have a strong will strong grip on like doing those things daily whatever you put in place to make yourself feel better to help boost your mood to help your mental health and get to a place of well-being like actually do those things and see how much of a difference like it makes right 45 days or something like that to build a habit <sighs> like it, it's, it's a long time because <laughs> I made commitments that were supposed to last 60 days. And by day like 10, I was already faltering on a lot of the commitments I had made. So recommit as often as you need to. But to actually get to a place of well-being and optimal mental health for whatever that is in your life, we have to commit to ourselves to, to actually be better and do better um, and try, actually try. And redefine what happy, healthy, well, and successful mean for you. I think about where I've been these last couple of weeks, and I've really been kind of holding myself accountable for ingesting a lot of these ideas about how I should show up in spaces and what I should do with my presence and my platforms. And it's a lot of pressure there whenever you allow all the other things around you to define how you're supposed to be or define what success looks like for you or define what mental health wellness looks like for you. But take the time to define that for yourself. What is it that you want? When you think about being your best self, being your most healthy, what does that look like for you? And then go after those things because if for you, that means something totally different for someone else. Why would you then follow their blueprint 
you know? And a lot of people will kind of like project their ideas uh, about what your life should look like and how you should operate in your own skin. But if you're not doing that for yourself, if you're not really thinking about the things that are going to make you feel your best and you're just ingesting everything else around you, it's a recipe for you to be miserable because you're not living your own life. You're living the ideal of something else that someone had for you. Or that may work for someone else, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's for you, right? Mental health is such like, I don't know. We talk about it so much now, right? And I'm so happy that we are in a place where we are discussing and are open with like mental health and being more aware about conditions and everything else. And one of the things that we often tell people is go to counseling. But the thing is, counseling is like school. You go, you're learning more about yourself. You're learning more about like different mental health conditions, whatever the case may be, however you look at therapy. But in a sense, for this analogy, therapy is like school. School doesn't last all day. After you leave, the homework begins. And I feel like many of us, we've been going to counseling for years or just starting to go back to counseling. And again, this is why I've been saying like mental health is trendy now. And sometimes we forget that the work has to continue on after the session ends. Continue to actually invest in exploring yourself. Um, and a lot of times I ask homework of my uh, therapist because I'm that girl that I want some hardcore things to work on or to actually like um, build on after the session ends. So like that is helpful, but just understand that you can't just go to counseling and then that's it. Like that you think that that's, oh yeah, I did my mental health check for the day. Uh, well, you did, but what happens the next couple of days or the next couple of weeks into that next session, you know, the work has to continue even after that session ends. Mental health being one of those things now that all of us are thinking about, all of us are talking about, many of us are working on, and I am so happy that we are here. But the next time someone asks you, how are you doing? or acts about your mental health, have the courage to be honest, you know, and open about it. And the person on the receiving end, I would challenge you to actually listen. Uh, a lot of times we, we talk about so much like depression and anxiety being one of those, like, it's kind of like a trigger word now, not so much that it triggers people, but it's like a hot word now. Like everybody's saying things about depression, everybody's saying things about uh, anxiety, everybody's saying things about ADHD, and, and, and now talks about mental health have become so normalized that it's kind of like, I equate it to us seeing like the struggles of Black people, where it's like, we've been exposed to it so much that on some level, we've gotten desensitized, and that's never a good thing, but it's a survival thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> I want to be better at, you know, actually checking in with my friends and my family, my loved ones and, and asking about their mental health, you know, when I have the space to do so, because sometimes I don't have the space to ask about anybody else's mental health because I'm struggling with my own. But 
making space for that is one of those things that I have committed to do in this year and moving forward. Yeah, this is a short episode. I don't want to sit up here and ramble. I just thought it was great to check in and to have this conversation because there's so much going on in the world. And a lot of us are, a lot of us are struggling and we don't even know it. And we keep moving, we keep going and pressing forward instead of like taking the time to stop and work on the things we need to work on. And so that's where I am. I've been pushing so much stuff to the back burner. I've been talking about mental health for years. And I honestly think this is the first time I actually, I'm actually really working on it. So it looks weird. It looks like me not having any pictures up on my social media. It looks like me not posting or not engaging as much socially or in real life. Um, It looks like me actually taking the time to be with myself, being intentional with who I spend my time with, what conversations I choose to have. That's a big one. Because I'm actually doing the work this time. I'm not just saying I'm doing it. I'm I'm not just putting on this, um, I ain't gonna say facade because it's never been a facade, but sometimes we outsmart ourselves. We think we're too smart for ourselves, right? And we get to a point where it's like, yeah, I'm working on it. I'm talking about it. So that must mean I'm working on it. And no, it doesn't. <laughs> you ain't doing it. Yeah, you had a, like, podcast can be therapy, but it's not therapy, y'all. Like, so many of us creatives out here, we have one or two conversations about something and we think we got it down pat. We think we're dealing with our stuff just because we have allowed ourselves to share the information with someone else. But that's still not the same as you actually doing the work to feel better about it, to progress on for, from it, to heal, you know, heal takes time. And so with that being said, you know, you can still follow me on social media. I will always uh, engage on some level. So uh, I'm your host, Kay Antoinette, and you can follow me on Instagram at Kay Antoinette underscore the blogger and follow the Let's Build Futures page at Let's underscore build underscore futures. Visit Let's futures.com for blog posts, podcast episodes, and more. Now you can type in LBF podcast in YouTube and you will see the visual episodes there. Be sure to to subscribe not only to the YouTube channel, but also to the podcast here on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Uh, If you have any topic suggestions, if you would like to be a guest on LBF podcast, hit me up at allthingslbf at gmail.com. I love when you guys send in emails and we just talk. Sometimes y'all just want to talk and I'm good with that because conversations are how we grow, how we learn more about ourselves and other people in the world. So I hope this conversation was helpful. I hope it helped you reflect, you know, um, it was a lot lighter than I thought it would be because this is the first time I'm on the mic in a couple of weeks, but yeah, I love talking to y'all, but until next time, we will definitely be putting out episodes, uh, but that is the change I wanted to say. Like episodes are now going to be bi-weekly because mental health. (laughs) 
I have decided to put that first instead of everything else. And one part of that is actually just slowing down and not being so driven by uh, things, including LBF and K Antoinette business. So until next time, builders, I love talking to you and I hope to see you next time.